In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Evans. Wow, look at that sunshine. It's beautiful out there. 43 degrees, going to get up to 74. And it's our monthly update from the Athens County Commissioner's Office. Chris Schmeel doing the deal today. Looking ahead on the weather. 74 are high today, tomorrow, and then on Friday and Saturday, 60 and 58. Probably need a jacket for the... uh, the Bobcats game. Homecoming, of course. And all the events around homecoming taking place this week and even more so on the weekend. So uh, it's an exciting time in Athens. I have a visitor coming to uh, enjoy the game with me. And um, Mark and Mindy Heflin always sit with me. It's always a nice time. All right. Well, Chris Schmiel, good morning. Morning. Welcome. You know, you. I mean, it's been a little while... Well, maybe our audience doesn't think so, but it's been a little while since we've talked about COVID. And, you know, the Athens County Health Department, um, they I think they've done a great job. Um, but, but there's still one thing pending. Okay, so originally there were the two vaccines, and then we had the two boosters, and now there's a fifth, right? Uh, I'd imagine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you imagine. Maybe I'm catching you on a topic you're not familiar with. But um, I was just wondering if you had heard if they have plans to have a mass vax, uh, a mass. Um, like a vaccination clinic. effort. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I haven't heard. Um, it seems to me I have. So we're probably both um, here just kind of. I, the story about the flu vaccine with the COVID vaccine is what I had heard most recently. Okay. Um, Share that with us. Well, I mean, it was just something I heard on the radio, basically, about um, why that might make sense this year. It has something to do with what went on in the Southern Hemisphere and because influenza was sort of tamped down a lot over the last couple of years, it, it I guess this is what happened in the southern hemisphere. Was it was a big deal early in the season? It was just a news story I heard. So. Yeah, and I've but had I I got my flu shot I think three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But um, they were willing to give me the fifth uh, COVID thing. Yeah, on the same day, and they said, however, we suggest you do it a little bit later because you'll have both arms sore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and frankly. Neither, I rarely get a shot that really makes me awfully sore, but uh, maybe that's just me. Well, I mean, it's my understanding. I don't know where you got your flu vaccine, but, you know, if you go down to the health department at any time, you can pretty much get vaccinated. Okay. So. Well, so you don't need to necessarily make an appointment, eh? I mean, I think it's good to make an appointment, but I don't think you need to necessarily make an appointment. Okay. Well, I'll call them later in the day and see what uh, if that's correct. 
All right. So uh, let's see. Some topics that we've discussed over the last year or two. I just thought we could review a little bit. There had been a great deal of discussion about a new river access point in Guysville. Mm. Now, has that happened? Yes. And how's it turned out? Well, it turned out pretty well. Um, We are kind of having to tweak the design a little bit. Um, It was operational in the spring when the river was running high uh it wound up depositing a fair amount of mud and we had a lot of like really large rocks around it uh riprap so to speak Mm -hmm. um and a lot of that rock when the river went up wound up disappearing so there's definitely some issues that we're trying to address with with the design you know we're working with odnr um to try to you know, basically see if we can figure out ways that that doesn't happen every time the river's running high. And But it is usable now? Yeah, yep. Lots and, of and what's its purpose? Um, well, it's just a river access point, place for people to put in their boats there and you go. kayaks. And, okay. um, it's a really nice little trip if you go from County Road 24A off of uh, over there by Canaanville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put in there and get out at Guysville. That's like a nice two to three hour canoe or kayak trip. And um, one of our goals, or at least one of my goals, is to try to get the Hawking River uh, an official um, river trail, which is a designation we would have with ODNR and um, many other. Is this a water trail or are yes. we talking about a. a It'd be a hiking trail. It's a water trail. Okay. Um, and other rivers, uh, I believe the Muskingum River already is a water trail. And, and some of the benefits are additional signage mm-hmm. and maps um, for the river that becomes designated a river trail. Um, this is a multi-jurisdictional project, though, you know, because the Hawking River starts up in Fairfield County and goes down through Hawking and then Athens. So so um, the whole distance they're hoping could become such. Yeah, and we only need one more river access point basically between Guysville and Coolville. Okay. And if we and so we're thinking about where that might be around the Stewart area and then that would uh I believe that the guidelines are like every 10 uh, river miles, you have to have a river access point-ish, oh. you know, so okay. that would complete that, and that would allow us to potentially become a uh, river trail. So, so just for kicks here, is there, um, if if you want to go from one point to another, mm-hmm. do you have to plan your own return transportation, or is there some sort of... Outfitter? Um, yeah, I yeah. guess. Well, there are outfitters on the river in different places. Um, most of that is on the upper part of the Hawking River. So there's a company in Nelsonville that has a, they do tubing. I'm not sure what else they do. But then if you go up, you know, into Hawking County, there's a bunch of 
River River Outfitters. Okay. Um, and then there is another one that is down in the Hockingport area. So, I mean, for me personally, I, me and m- my friends, we do it on our own because we have the we have trucks and stuff. And uh, but other people, uh, there are options as a you know business. And I mean, and I think as we grow the regional tourism economy, you know, that's more businesses like that will pop up respond yeah. yeah i just wondered if there was some sort of little shuttle service but uh, it sounds like there there are but they're they're um, they're not um, community based they're more business based yeah. right okay right all right jumping around again to topics we've talked about for some time the sewer project that um is done being done in cooperation with the city, right? Yes. Um, w- w- if you put a percentage on how far completed it is, and that's kind of unfair because each day it changes, um, where would you put it? Well, let's see. I'd say approximately, you know, 40 to 50%. Oh, so it's got quite a ways to go yet. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the whole complete project, I mean, we have it broken up into phases, and some of the phases are going to be connecting to the sewer system here in the near future. So, um, and the sooner we get people, you know, connected, the sooner that helps us basically pay the debt down that's remaining. Um, We actually, yesterday at our commissioner's meeting, we did allocate... $2.6 $2.6 million from our ARPA funds to the sewer project. ARPA meaning? American Rescue Plan Act. Okay. And um, a lot of the, one of the eligible uses for uh, that ARPA funds are undisputably like sewer projects. So that was really easy for us to do that. And, um, but I believe the first hundred or so customers will be connecting in the next month or two so cool and then as you know each phase becomes and, and completed once more, once more once it's fully um, we'll say completed how many customers will have benefited from this between 1500 and 1600 is my understanding oh that's great yep all right um another topic we discussed over the years <clears throat> some various new facilities and buildings. For example, out there, um, oh, what, what is it? What's that? Um, Kenny Road, Kenny Drive? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have the new EMS station, right? Yes. And then um, is that fully functional now, or is it uh, midway, or is. Yeah, no, it's been functioning for more than a year now. Okay. And it's. And is it. Do they think it's uh, been designed perfectly to fill its fill its purpose, or do they think now it'd be nice to take it a step further? I mean, I think it's working out pretty well. Um, it only costs us two thousand dollars for to to run the facility for the whole year last year, so we're real happy. Holy cow! How um, can that be? Well, I mean, we designed it um, basically to be. A very low energy intensive building Mm -hmm. and uh, we put solar on it so it's 
it's a passive house design passive house standard which also that's the low energy design high performance building and then putting the solar on it basically made it a net zero energy building so it's actually producing more energy than it's consuming at this time so now uh, an another thing that i scratched my head a little bit on this but but you can explain it to me the records center mm -hmm. um they put a they moved it as i understand it to gloucester mm -hmm. and um i'm just thinking of the um the logistics of things um mercy there are so many files on people's you know properties um what Court cases yeah all, all that kinds stuff. Of stuff yeah <coughs> now um all right so that's that's not exactly near the courthouse no but let, let's let me tell you the story what happened out in Gloucester, there was a Dollar General store mm -hmm. that Dollar General basically walked away from, went down the street, built a new building, and they weren't paying their taxes on this old building. We approached them. Uh, we were able to make a deal with them where they gave us the building. And um, the old building the Record Center was in was not a really great building for the record center there were a lot of little rooms little offices and such okay now the dollar general was was the old facility like one in the care within the courthouse no it was 184 lancaster street oh yes i know where it is the old it was an old jfs building yeah okay so now this dollar general building it was like a big open kind of design where we could just put in these massively long rows of files you know where we you know shelves that we can stack up and and so basically we got a free building um we put some work into it put a new roof on it and um you know it's just a lot more suited and a lot a significantly bigger facility mm -hmm. so uh it's just more efficient and uh because we got it for free it was pretty more relatively free um cheap um, you know, it seemed like a great situation. But from a logistics point of view, getting documents back and forth, is that uh, not a problem because it's, of electronics now? Yeah, most everything is electronic. Um, you know, there are the records retention policies. Each department has one. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of the records have to remain as physical hard records, and some don't. And so that's usually what's going on is things are getting scanned and turned into digital records mm -hmm. so that these other physical records can then be disposed of. Now, are there, are there some other new projects that I haven't named that um, we should mention in terms of county buildings or relocation of county systems yeah. and things? Yep. What would they be? Well... Let's see, we are in the process of getting ready to bid out uh, a new 911 facility, which would also have an emergency operations center in it for our emergency management agency. This will be located on Connett Road in the Plains, and uh, that'll be getting bid out here in the near future. Um, 
also so the need for them to be in the courthouse or the sheriff's area is totally unnecessary because of great communication systems right yes and right now they're currently located in the basement of the sheriff's office Mm -hmm. which is you know got its own issues um so this is going to be a huge upgrade this has been going on in the works for a long time and uh basically we've you know made do with the basement of the sheriff's office for Mm -hmm. a long time and been down there yeah so it's gonna be a lot nicer and let's see we've got another thing this is sort of hot off the press um the clerk of courts is going to be the title office is going to be moving to uh, a place on East State Street, um, the old Hocking Valley Bank. Mm. So it's not going to be right there by the BMV, but it's going to be close by. And um, so that'll be happening in the near See, future. You know, <clears throat> I have on my to do list today. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this is appropriate to talk about. But uh, there is somebody who is um, in front of the court who has done something wrong. And um, I've been getting regular notes, I mean letters, from the court saying that this person will be doing in front of the judge on this date or that date or something like that. But I don't know why I'm included in that. Interesting. So it must be some neighborhood thing. Hmm. But uh, anyway, I'll, I'll find out what it means later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, SOPEC. We've talked about that from time to time, and, and I'd like to review what that is. Is it still something people can still apply for, or is has its date come and gone? Um, it, it's to help, as I understand it, uh, people be uh, conserve more on their energy costs, and this can be by installing solar. Um, what you take it from there? Okay. Well, primarily it has to do with what's called electric aggregation, and that's it was voted on back in I think it was 2018 uh, in the county and in the city. Are you on this system? Actually, me personally, where I live, I actually live in a Buckeye Rural Electrical okay. Cooperative, so um, I am not on the system. Okay. But, but but where I live, in the middle of town, so to speak, or the yes. Far East neighborhood, yep, I could absolutely. And what what's it meant to do? Well, it's it's basically meant to provide another option for residents and for how their supply of their electric is a- obtained. So that's what SOPEC does. Um, and SOPEC stands for Sustainable Ohio Public Energy Council. Okay. And we've got 19, actually now we're gonna have 20 different communities, a, a part of our, what they call a council of governments. So uh, we have an elect- elected officials are the board um, you know, from the city of Athens, Athens County, uh, we've got Jacksonville, Trimble, um, let's see, Chansey, we, uh, you know, we've been, we're in other counties like, um, 
we're in Chester Hill, uh, we're in Racine down in Meigs County, we're in Lowell in Washington County. So we've got 20 communities and our biggest community is the city of Dayton and they're one of our newest members. And so what we do is we're basically like an energy broker. Um, we're an advisor for communities and residents. And like right now, our rate for the city of Athens is, I think it's 18% lower than the utility rate and it's 100% green. So that's sort of what we try to do is. So, okay, is there something that the landowner or property owner must do to um, participate and be involved in the world into their f physical facilities okay so what happens is th there would be a letter that's sent to eligible residents and an eligible resident is anybody who's just with the utility now if you make a deal with another broker you're not you're not eligible until your deal is over um, unless you end your deal and you want to join, you, you can call the SOPEC office and we can help you walk through those details. Um, Is there a what, Athens SOPEC office? Uh, yes. Okay. We have offices down at um, the Innovation Center. Okay. Um, but you would just go to our website and you can get in touch with us there. By the website, you're talking Athens County Commissioners? or It's SOPEC dash ohio.gov okay and um yeah so so it doesn't require necessarily a change in your heating or cooling systems it's simply a matter of joining the group yes now in general we uh do promote solar electric vehicles um energy efficiency those kind of topics um, for we have we have this uh, we administer a program for the USDA called the RETA program which is the Rural Energy Development and Assistance Program and this this is for businesses uh, primarily in Southeast Ohio or well the whole whole state now um, where we will provide a free solar assessment and then it that helps the um, business owner see you know how much would it cost to build a system what would their payback be all those kind of things and then there's a there's another grant that goes along with that that we can help get that written for the businesses that's called a REAP grant rural energy assistance program and that pays for it was 25 percent but I believe with the the passage of the inflation reduction act um, we're talking at more of like a 50%. So like these solar systems for businesses, like Dave, if you guys have not had a free solar assessment, it's something you could look into. Um, I don't know what your electric bills are like, but you put solar, obviously save you some money. Mm -hmm. well, what, what about, um, th this is for businesses only, or can it be used by residents? That is just business. Okay. So or, yeah. the SOPEC thing. No, no, no. SOPEC is good for residents and businesses. I was talking about the RETA, the solar assessment system. So, um, folks, if you've not explored that, you may want to. Yep. And just see what it could mean to you. And it, you know, it, 
it keeps our energy dollars in our community and then that money gets reinvested in our communities through grants um, and such you know and, and one of the coolest things SOFEC has done over the years is it helped create and put on the ballot the carbon credit or the carbon fee which this is very kind of progressive for the whole country and a lot of uh, a lot of other communities are you know trying to find out how we did it and what happened and that passed by like I think 76 percent when it passed and and what that does is it just adds a small amount to everybody's electric bill in the city of Athens and then that small amount it's point zero 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 two that goes to a fund a solar fund and the city of Athens is going to actually um, use some of that money for their sewer solar project that's at the wastewater treatment plant that's coming up okay let's move on um, land banks um, I, I think I've said this several times over the year last couple of years when we've been talking about it there was a property in my neighborhood <clears throat> that used to be owned by the Wayne National Forest and uh, I got the idea wouldn't it be cool if it became a pocket park and it could first be done by making a, a land bank which means making it into public property and then uh, jazzed up and make it into a pocket park okay well um, anyways uh, private real estate people got involved and they're, they've made it nicer but land banks um, how many would you say exist in our county at this point well we only have one land bank okay and where uh, is it well it's not a it's not a place necessarily not a place it's a it's a quasi governmental nonprofit it's um and it's we're we're doing a lot of work basically uh in parts of the county that have abandoned tax delinquent yes. properties so not so much in the city of Athens um a little bit in Chansey, uh, a whole bunch in Trimble Township, and a whole bunch in Nelsonville. Um, we do work around the county, uh, spattered about, you know, from Lodi Township to Alexander. Um, and we have a website, AthensCountyLandBank.org. And what happens is we get those abandoned properties. We may demolish them or we may clean them up and then try to get them out there and the whole idea is like these tax delinquent properties that were just sitting there doing nothing mm -hmm. kind of like a zombie property um, get them back into use where someone is using them and uh, paying taxes and you know being a productive part of society I guess and um, are any of them used for public purpose like, like the mass public occasionally I mean so out in the village of Trimble there were a bunch of properties along State Route 13 that had flooded several times uh -huh. and so we actually worked with FEMA on that one and we got some funding to tear those down we tore down 14 properties and these properties were more or less abandoned because of they had been flooded twice 
mm-hmm. and the, you know became an unhealthy situation to sure. for people to live and and now that part of the FEMA thing was like that property should not be built on unless it was built over you know like over the flood waters and etc so all that land became just the we the village of Trimbles so that's an example instead of having all those blighted properties now there's basically just kind of like a green space okay so um we hear a lot about the Bailey's trail system and um orca which is the outdoor recreation council of appalachia right yes um is bailey's you know it's made a lot of progress over the last few years is it considered ever done well it's not done yet i know that um but is it one of those things like when they finish what's there now what what the, what the plans were approved for now then a new plan might come along that would take it a step further well um yeah i mean ultimately the goal is to have these 88 miles of the mountain biking trails um i think what's funded up to this point is going to be around 66 ish so there's going to be a little bit more trail work to build now, is it meant for hikers or bikers or what? I mean, it's designed specifically for mountain bikes, but you can obviously hike on it as well. Mm-hmm. And, sure. um, you know, there's a trailhead in Chansey, and if you've been up on State Route 13, there they just put in this what they call a uh, pump track. I don't know if anybody, if you've seen that, Dave. I'm not sure what it is. Okay, it's just like these little hills that... Like a lot of kids have been out there now, and okay. they, you know, it's like BMX. Remember that back in the day? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like riding their bikes and they're, you know, doing these little hops and jumps and stuff. And actually, people are out there. I saw some scooters and um, maybe even some uh, skateboards. So, you know, that's just got got completed, and um, there's going to be a pavilion out there, a new campground. Uh, more parking i mean it's it's a big deal jesse powers she's the used to be the county planner now she's the director at um orca and has really done a great job of bringing in state and federal money to help build this thing and create opportunities for businesses and you know our residents i i personally am going bike riding this afternoon and i go usually once a week and uh i love it it's a it's a healthy way to thing to do you're hang out with your friends and be now, in nature I, I don't want to be uh, a wimp or anything but <clears throat> going up hills um isn't as easy for me to do as i once did yeah and so i've been kind of thinking about what i see once in a while in my neighborhood which is an e-bike mm-hmm which um, is not meant for you to just let a motor do it. It's meant to just assist you during the more tough areas, right? Yeah, and you've got you can dial that in. I think any way you want to. Mm-hmm. And uh, such things are allowed. Uh, as far as I have seen electric bikes out there, um, I guess it depends on what people are trying to do when they're riding their bikes. You know what I mean? But 
I would say a ma vast majority of the bikes are not electric bikes out there. Yes. But I could see, you know, someone maybe who wants to check it out but doesn't feel, you know, they're up for the challenge physically. Um, so I've seen electric bikes out there. I okay. Well, I didn't know if there were rules prohibiting such or not. I haven't – I know that you're not supposed to have motorized bikes, but that's different than an electric bike. Okay. I think electric bikes are sort of in the kind of an interesting kind of category. Okay. The um, Athens County has an economic development council. Yes. Um, how long has that existed? Like forever, right? Well, it came out of the chamber, I believe, years ago, which was, I'd say, probably about 15 years ago, maybe. And um, what is what is their goal or purpose? I mean, it's a collab. It's it's another sort of council of governments, um, which includes city of Athens, Athens County, uh, Ohio University. Um, you know, it's all about economic development, Athens County Economic Development Council. And, uh, you know, one of the things that they... And it, there's a lot of crossover, okay, because there's the Port Authority Economic Development Council and Molly Fitzgerald. I don't know if you know Molly. I know of her. Um, she might be someone you want to have on. Um, mm -hmm. Nice, very great lady. She's been there for a long time. She w used to be the assistant and then kind of moved up to the director's job. And um, so she helps run the Economic Development Council, but also the Port Authority. So those entities kind of work together and um like recently they just uh were awarded some money to build a new spec building that's out at the uh, bill tyson industrial park okay and uh so that is uh in the works i believe and um but you know molly basically and her staff are there to assist in any way they can to help prepare sites for development for businesses to you know happen um i know that the commissioners we're going to be putting some of again some of our arpa dollars towards uh sewer expansions in albany and chancy because we need more sites for businesses to be able to to be established here and they require those kind of services you know yeah they need you know water sewer in, in some cases, it's not just a regular pipeline like a house might require, but something of greater volume, right? Yes. Infrastructure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. We've got an Athens County Convention and Visitors Bureau. It's been around for a while. Uh, I had something to do with it years ago. Um, it's still functioning, and... Um, a year or so ago, I got a new director, and uh, are you, um, how are they supported? They get, uh, they're, they're not called the Visitors Bureau so much now, they're called Visit Athens County, they've got a new name, just to okay. let you know. Um, yeah, Boone Troyer's the executive director. Uh, they get funded through the transient bed tax, which is basically attacks on hotel rooms, motels, Airbnbs, those kind of things. Um, 
all of the money from the county side of that goes to them and they help do marketing and promotion of you know tourism activities to bring people to Athens County to then rent hotel rooms rent motels and Airbnbs and spend money in our restaurants etc so that's how they get funded and now the city of Athens they use some of that money for some other things too I believe okay well um, <clears throat> so uh, you know that kind of takes me to uh, another thing I jotted down here uh, I love living here um, I do not see myself relocating during my life to another place um, someday might I winter in Florida I kind of doubt it but um, who knows anyway Athens points of pride if we're talking to someone who's never been to Athens uh, what would you list as our points of pride I mean I really feel like our community is very welcoming um, I think having the university here, we're always welcoming new people to Athens County. And I was at the Village Bakery the other day, mm -hmm. and I was just wound up chatting with a lady. And, you know, she actually just relocated here from Portland, Oregon, her and her family. Wow. And, um, She's, she said it. She's like, this is like one of the nicest places I've ever been. And she just chose this place. It was like some, it wasn't like she had a family connection or anything. It was like she was looking for a place that maybe had some of the, her values. And, um, but what an odd thing. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. I think in the big picture, another one of our really great offerings is the, cost of living and our quality of life here those are two other big things um like it, we have a very safe kind of like community this this lady from portland actually left because of they had a lot of crime that they were dealing with and they didn't they didn't want to raise their kids in this like unsafe environment we got a really great safe environment here and then if you look at the economics of people selling a house in uh, places on the coast or wherever like Virginia I mean I've heard various stories they sell a house for $500,000 they can move to Athens and take that $500,000 and get a bigger house better house for t like 200000 you know what I mean so I think right there um, from what I'm hearing from some of my, my friends is that there are people moving here from around the country because uh, of things like that. So with the remote work... So it's not just pawpaws. <laughs> yeah, pawpaws are one of our other community pride things for sure. But, I mean, it's it, <coughs> nobody's coming here just to eat some pawpaws. Uh, I doubt that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of pawpaws, um, you had a festival recently, right? Yeah. How'd it go? It was great. It was uh, the weather was amazing. We had our largest crowd ever, and um, had a a little bit of chaos on Saturday afternoon because we had a uh, on the highway there was a wreck at yes. about one fifteen, and that 
created a big backup and luckily no one died and uh, everybody's okay now so um that was a little stressful yeah so you know we all dream i certainly do i'm guessing you do as well what would a dream project be if you had to identify one or two or three things that you'd like to see come about um, to benefit Athens in the Athens region? Wow, that's a, that's a good question, Dave. I mean, I feel like we're sort of, we're moving in the directions that, uh, that I sort of see, um, a, you know, good outcomes. I mean, I, I feel like one of our other pride points is like the values of our people here. Like a lot of people in Athens County, we care about people. We take care of people. Um, we care about the environment. We try to do the right thing. Um, I think all those kind of things, like we need to just kind of keep going in that direction and, mm -hmm. and maybe go a little deeper. Um, you know, like how do we how do we grow our local economy here, but then keep our quality of life, keep our you know what I mean, uh, kind of keep the balance, so to speak. Um, uh, so that's I guess my vision is just to kind of keep keep moving in that direction um, as these things come to fruition, like the Baileys and and Orca and you know. They're all going to, I think, contributing to, uh, there's a book that I read when I was in college. It's called Ecotopia. I mean, I kind of see Athens as a leader in the state, in the region, in the country for things like sustainability, for, uh, you know. And, are, and are, are we recognized as a leader in those areas by other parts of the state? Well. Or, I mean, we can be proud of it, but are they also Yes. Envious. I mean, I wouldn't say envious, but I mean, you know, we have th we have things that we share with other parts of the state for sure. Um, you know, like things like AceNet, our community kitchen, for example. Um, you know, a lot of people have come to AceNet, learned about what a community kitchen is, and then have gone back to their communities and built these things. Um, so, you know, um, our state, we're a little different than a lot of our state you know what I mean I think we're we're sort of an outlier you know like as far as politically you know the big C's and you know we're kind of we get lumped along with them in a way even though we're very rural um, you know we're, we're a little blue dot down here um, so I mean oh the big C's you mean Cincinnati Cleveland Columbus yeah okay I mean, if after the election here, we're going to look at the election maps and you'll see where Athens and, and how we, you know, we're not necessarily similar to our rural neighborhoods, you know, rural community counties. And, you know, um, so um, the state of Ohio, I, you know, they were just a little different. I, I think we add to it. Do, could we do more to add to the state? Absolutely. Well, but we get a lot of grants from the state, you know what I mean? Because, like, we got a lot of smart people down here and uh, a lot of grant writers, and we bring in a lot of state dollars for, for good things like the Baileys or, you know, solid waste management, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad you don't 
want to leave Dave and that's I'm with you I'm not going anywhere either um I think that's I'm glad you brought that up because the uh age-friendly Athens County project is that's what that's all about and how do we help people age in place here in Athens County so we don't lose people I mean if you look at the demographics of the country you know the country's getting older now um how do we plan for that how do we accommodate for that and um you know i was eavesdropping on a conversation and someone was this was at a restaurant someone at another table was saying how they're relocating their mother to the lindley inn Mm -hmm. and other people i've heard talk about various places of that nature and their families and so on um i'm I I don't know how to say it. I just think it's special. And um, you you don't want to lose your family. And um, and yet, as age occurs or illness or whatever, there are circumstances. Uh, well, anyway, uh, I I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, I mean, this as far as this age-friendly Athens County, I mean, I think one of our goals as we age is, you know, we want to continue to be independent. We want to be a part of the community. We want to be things like that. Um, and age-friendly Athens County is going to wind up being housed over at the health department. Um, they're going to have some staff. Okay. That, you know, and, and even though this idea sort of came out of uh, the, um, well, it came out of OU and... Um, the College of Community Health Sciences or something, Rebecca Miller, if you know Rebecca. Of course. And, um, you know, but it's that's kind of exciting. You know, I mean, be, having OU here is obviously a huge asset. You know, I wouldn't be here without Ohio University being here and such a great potential partner on so many ways. And uh, also with Hawking College is another huge asset for the county. Yes, it is. And um, both of them continue to become better, even after hundreds of years. Ohio University continues to excel and become a standout institution. Hawking as well. Well, uh, although they don't have as much time in it. Um, let's see, what have I failed to bring out? We have about to two minutes left, and um, uh, we always appreciate you coming out here monthly. Yeah, no, no problem. Um, I don't know. I think we've we've t- touched on a fair amount of things. Um, I guess you know elections coming up, making sure people are registered to vote, participating in our democracy. I I do know of some people that are shaking their heads a little bit at the election stuff, um, shaking their heads because they can't believe this has happened or that has happened or whatever. But uh, I, I won't go into any details because it's not fair to anyone. But um, it's well, I mean, it's always dicey, isn't it? You know, democracy or relationships, all everything, you know, just has to be tended to like a garden, you know. And if as you sow, so shall you reap. And you know, if you don't tend to your garden, the weeds are going to take over. And I think that's the same for, you know, relationships that you have in your life and then democracy that we all share together. And so, yeah, got a lot of work to do. Just got to keep at it.
stay healthy. And your what compelled you to re- first run for office? Because you know you don't go into it knowing exactly what it's all about. I like people. I have always sort of been imp- a person that feels empowered um, that I can make a difference, and just decided that I wanted to give it a shot and uh, was able to prevail and and uh, have been in service here to the community for I'm going to be starting my 11th year here soon. But you did other things before that, so you were serving the communities before that, just not as a, an elected public official. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and I think businesses in general, you know, they have to create value. And so, yeah, we're always trying to do that. Farmer's Market, Pawpaw Fest. You bet. Things we're very, very proud of. And uh, let's see, we got the Indian Mound Festival coming up, too. Yep. Folks, uh, have a wonderful day out there. Chris Schmiel, Athens County Commissioner, thanks for coming in. We'll see you next week or next month. All right. Thanks, Dave. And uh, folks, enjoy the nice weather, okay? In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H Athens. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. President Biden is scheduled to leave Washington for Fort Myers, Florida in a few minutes to survey the damage from Hurricane Ian. I'm Stephen Portnoy at the White House. The president will meet with small business owners and residents who've suffered losses, and he'll attend a briefing on the efforts to help them recover, led by his FEMA administrator and Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. Mr. Biden's press secretary says any political differences will be set aside for the moment. Mr. Biden's just raised the level of federal disaster funding for Florida as hazmat specialists like Jenny Arguello search for survivors and more victims. There's massive destruction, wood pilings that we can't actually see under. The death toll from the hurricane is up to at least 108. Just in, multiple reports say the production company behind